0: Don't
1: you know what happens on Halloween? Yeah, we get candy. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Halloween. It
0: We're the only podcast that is horror 24 7 and Halloween 365. And you're going to be with us for the next 269 days as we take you on our road trip to Halloween. Today's our second stop on that road trip. That is correct. There's a little bit of delay
1: there, I believe. I heard you, but I heard it a little later. You know what? I just want to go on a record here and say, Riverside, you have been horrible lately like horrendous Fix mm-hmm. your shit Fix your shit yeah. I know it's your shit it's not our internet so it, it's it's it it. it's real
0: it's real bad
1: it has been yeah but anyway that's the true nightmare of the day um, <laughs> that is gonna be a very interesting episode we're gonna be talking about the battlefields the haunted battlefields of America, where the ghosts with the most rain war upon each other, or whatever it is they do in the afterlife, we're not entirely sure. We're still figuring that ourselves. But,
0: boys, do we have any news in the hot sheets? Mm, we do. So you better pick up an issue because there's a few things the that we've got to talk <laughs> about. Mm. Well, welcome back to the hot sheet segment of mm. the show. Mm. What's funny about this is I was just watching Men in Black Two, where they're watching. Were, yeah, yeah, I send it to you. Yeah. Light,
1: right.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the tells that never happened never from had their files. Yeah. Mm, I, love exist. I love the lag. Oh. Oh, uh,
1: is it bad? Is it bad? <laughs> how... is it... It's it seems okay it's on horrible. my end to an extent. It's fucking and horrible. It just... Kind of you are life.
0: bad. I think it's we are not good.
1: Oh, I see. Oh, gotcha. Oh. But,
0: regardless, in the hot sheets uh, over the past week, what has popped up is the fact that we've got Beetlejuice Beetlejuice coming. Mm-hmm. Has been given an official date. Yeah.
2: And y'all know what happens if you say, yeah. his name third "Look at time. a third shitty movie." He's coming for you. <laughs> uh, oh God! No! Come on! Now let's hope. I'm not gonna
1: good. hold my breath, buddy. I, I I I've lost a lot of uh, these legacy sequels. Don't usually work out. There's only been a rare few occasions.
2: I'm giving it hope just for the fact that it's a director such as Tim Burton. It's one of his creations. I'm putting him in the same category as uh, Quentin Tarantino. So let's we got a whole
1: segment to talk about that one day. I, I can't even. So I'm not even gonna. <laughs> I'm
2: saying he's like the horror. I'm I'm, and I'm Willem
0: horror Defoe's horror, in this one.
2: But he's the. He is with uh, a role. Yeah. That...
1: Is undisclosed, correct? No,
0: they gave him, uh, so it says here that he is going to be playing a former B-movie star who is now a detective in the afterlife. That's kind of cool.
2: So you know what that makes me think of? 100% American Sacco He was a detective yeah. in American Psycho that was just the side yeah. character. Well, it's
1: also, well, uh, Boondock. know uh, what,
2: what, he goes, yeah, what do you think about this? Huey Lewis in the News. I can't, I can't put,
1: put it down. <laughs> eh, we'll see. We'll see. You know, like I said, I'm not going to hold out any hope, but we'll
0: see. We'll see on September the 6th yeah. of this year. Hopefully it's not yeah. him. Because it is hip it's to The poster was pretty cool. I like how, because the last thing we were left with was him holding his number, and now the number on his little sheet oh, yeah. says 9624, which is pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Time, time it, was was it was creative. It Any was creative. Any other
0: hush? Yeah, yeah. Trick or treat studios has released their 2024 uh, sneak peek of their masks, uh, which I can see right off the bat just from the cover photo is a Stay Puff Marshmallow Man mask. Cool. As well as a Slimer mask. Double. Cool. Um, they've got the Terrifier mask that they've redone. Yeah. Uh, they have a new leather face mask which is cool. What's the where he's got the multiple faces on him?
1: Oh yeah, the next generation, I believe. Yeah. So the one um, I don't remember.
0: They've got a new Friday the 13th Jason mask where his mask has been broken off and it's basically embedded into his face now. Yeah, and it's just one cool. eye that's peeking through. Hmm. Uh, and my favorite of all of them is a full cover Reagan mask from The Exorcist. Damn! It's got the cuts all over the face, and it comes with her wig that goes all the way around and stuff. No, so, is
1: it the stationary head on, or is it, or is it like anything modified? Uh, but,
0: it's just a normal. Face of hers, it's like uh, Reagan at the end. Whenever she's tied up and yeah, so it's it's the
1: the 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 the, meme, oh. the yeah the jump scare video Reagan.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I was hoping you could look at me and say, you know what she did.
0: Well, God, she besides those it. which are their common masks, they've got a series of masks like mask lines that are coming out, like the Ghostbusters one, uh, which has the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man and. Uh, Slimmer. And then they have the Goosebumps series masks, which has, uh, you can be the doll. The, uh, what's his name? The talking doll. Slappy. Yeah, you can be Slappy. slappy. They, they've also, they've so, also yeah, got the mask, mask from the Goosebumps, the mask book. That mask is pretty cool. They've got the skeleton oh, with right. the pink mohawk and the sunglasses, and they've got the yeah, mummy with awesome. the red eyes. Uh, oh, cool. And they've also got a phantasm a series of masks coming out as well so if anybody liked phantasm they've got a, a couple of cool masks and a new beetlejuice mask that looks like he's got moss growing on his forehead and his mouth and it's a full head mask covers your ears and everything comes with the wig um and chad you might like this they are revealing a thanksgiving mask from the slasher oh. film thanksgiving that's really dope They've got two forms, the regular one, and then the one that looks like it's uh, decrepit and made out of wood and slightly burnt. Ooh, I want the wooden one. Yeah, oh, yeah. it looks pretty neat. Oh, and uh, Jeremy, for you, they've got the crow as well, a full-faced the crow mask. When I say full face, wow, by the I mean, way, this is cool this is covering the entire head. head. This is covering the back yeah. of the head and everything. Yes. We will be brand does it come
2: with me. the hair? It oh, comes with it the, comes the hair. with the hair. I'm yeah. getting
0: it because you know I'm And then the, the girl uh, from the crow. They have a mask for her too. The girl, the one eyes, all messed up.
2: What from like city? Yeah, 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 or yeah. Whatever the...
1: that But one, that's the one. You, that's the first one yeah. you think
2: of. <laughs> well, that, when he says the girl from the crow, like the second one, or like I mean, because in the first one there wasn't a. Female. Oh, female. She, this oh, one isn't the crow. Saying, so it, it had to come. She's not come
0: a female crow. Friends,
2: yeah, or the sequels. You're, you're, that's not what I said. Yeah, that's She's cool. the
0: female from the crow.
2: <laughs> the girl. The love yeah, interest. the girl. Yeah.
1: That's weird. That's a weird mask.
0: She didn't uh, not one. one she, she looks like she's blind in one eye. I don't know what you want me to say. She's so got, got like a rockabilly something. mullet. I don't know. <laughs> OK, um, also the 2024 Halloween props from Distortions Unlimited have released as well where they've got a full-size werewolf that's ripping out of his clothes. Uh, he looks actually really really cool. Uh, it's around five and a half feet tall. Oh holy shit, It's priced at 574 dollars. You know what? How about Halloween uh, Distortions Unlimited? y'all need to do something about that 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 sounds about right though five foot tall it's 574 dollars for this prop that's
2: a dollar but no come on dude you can get a six (laughs) foot you can get a six footer from
0: lowe's for two two hundred dollars a foot so (laughs) yeah yeah exactly a hundred dollars a foot um something that we didn't get to mention uh actually we tried to do this whenever we tried to record this before but universal orlando has shared their first look at the monster universal universal monsters section of the theme park called dark universe so all the universal monsters are getting their own uh section of the theme park now completely dedicated to them as well as there's going to be a new uh, Addition onto the Harry Potter world Where you're going to be going to It's called the Ministry of Magic And you're going to be set in Paris uh, During um, the uh, What is it the
1: Fantastic <sighs> Beast.
0: Yes Fantastic Beasts
1: yeah. Grindelwald Charles yeah, During uh, Grindelwald's stuff mm-hmm. Yeah It's dope. dope I'm for it
2: I'm, I'm 100% for it. If there has never been a time I've ever wanted to go more than now, especially since the Universal Monsters coming yeah, out that's this year. perfect. Oh, yeah. That's
1: flawless, honestly. I, I'm really hoping they do it to ours as well. I doubt that they will. I'm sure Florida will be the experiment zone, and then they'll move it over.
2: Yep. The penis yep. of the U.S., baby.
0: Right. So uh, will
1: get it first.
0: <laughs> the last bit of Halloween news that I have, well, it's more of horror news, is... Uh, Saw, for all you Saw fans and uh, physical media collectors out there, Saw 20th Anniversary Box Set, it's a 10-film box set, has been announced.
1: Can you believe it's been 20 years since that first movie came out? I remember it like it was yesterday.
2: It's kind of weird. Yeah, do you guys remember, like, honestly, like, oh, this film... It won, mm-hmm. you know, so-and-so, and we were like, oh, shit. And then shortly after, uh, mm-hmm. Dead Silence and all. Yeah. I will buy it just for the simple fact that I could say. Yeah, I don't actually
1: own any of those.
2: I'm not a huge Saw fan, but.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I don't own any of the Saw movies, so maybe this is. But they're going to be making more. That's the thing. It's like as soon as you try to round out your collection, they decide, I'm gonna we're going to make two more. Oh.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: so then your mm-hmm. becomes
0: oh pointless. wait yeah. Honorable mention of the news uh, It's rumored that 13 Ghosts is getting it's own series
2: It's true Yeah, uh, yeah That's the word on fuck. the street. God you want to make me as moist as an oyster baby That's how you do it
1: Yeah I don't know why they waited So long to make this But for some reason They've just decided to finally pull the trigger on it
0: I don't know where they can really go, considering that I thought that he released all the ghosts.
2: No, so if, in my opinion, if if I'm thinking of it correctly, if they're going to... They do would the have secrets, to show him them catching it. all the ghosts. Possibly.
0: That would be the only way they could do it.
2: That, and a backstory of the ghosts, so, that's how there. you do it.
0: I would do like flashbacks. I would give a season to each ghost if you plan on going Uh that far and then like do flashbacks of them trying to catch it, like of what they did in their previous life and then go back to them trying to catch it.
2: Either that or because there's 12 of them, you either do a season of the ghost or one season has two ghosts. So the first six episodes of the first ghost, the sixth or the second six episodes or the second goes. if yeah yeah we'll either see. way
0: i don't know how far the series is gonna go we don't even know if it's actually gonna be made but it has been teased at least
2: god i hope so we'll see <laughs> we'll see ah! yes, yeah, that other than that
0: um, that's all the hot sheets i have unless you guys have something
2: to add. i have a
1: little bit of news i have i have two little tidbits of news um there is for our video game lovers out there word on the street is co-creator of the last of us neil Druckmann, has said i have a concept for a third video game now a lot of people didn't like the last of us part two due to the subject matter of the game i'm one of those people deal with it i don't really know what else to say i thought it was a very shitty game
0: but uh There must be a lot of truth behind the third game because it was announced today that the guy that plays Arthur Morgan in Red Dead Redemption 2 said he wants to be in Part 3.
1: Hmm. Okay.
2: You're not the only one, by the way, Dooley. I've heard multiple people say they hated... The
1: second game should not have existed, in my opinion. I feel like it unravels and undoes everything that the first game sets up and does so excellently. It's just kind of a piss-poor execution on Neil Druckmann's part. Just my two cents. Uh, there's a lot of people that feel that way about it because I, I just was not satisfied with that game. Mm-mm. And I can also say this. A lot of people, if they do what they did with the first season of the show, going into season two, they're going to lose half of their viewership probably within the first couple of episodes. If it's beat-by-beat beat a remake of a game. I'm just saying. Anyway, I digress. Last of Us Three, it's happening regardless. The fans
0: are gonna that are watching the show. When you get to the second game in the show, yeah. you're gonna really fucking hate it. Yeah. If you've if never played play the game, game and you've not spoiled it for yourself, and you're just sticking strictly to the show, you're gonna fucking hate. You're gonna
1: tune out the second half. You'll probably tune out instantly. It depends on how they do it. And you won't like your main girl either. mm
0: -mm, No, you won't. Without giving away spoilers. You won't (laughs) like her. (laughs) Oh, bitch.
1: And her fucking nine iron. But, um... Mm. Yeah, there is also uh, a little bit of rumors going around the rumor mill today since we're on that subject. That there's an Evil Dead spinoff in the works. Um... Sebastian, I'm going to butch butcher this name, uh, Van Inchick? I don't really know. Um, yeah, we don't even know what it's about. It's just some spinoff. off don't know. I just thought that was newsworthy. I just thought I would bring it up because it's such an interesting um, thing. Any Evil Dead is Curious. Dad. Well,
0: there's, they, they put themselves in a place where they can go a lot of different ways. With the ending of the other, uh, the newest um, Evil Dead. Yeah. Now, can they make it as good as the rest? We already know that 2013's Evil Dead, right, uh, mm-hmm. isn't going to be topped. I don't think. Um, just like oh, the original yeah, won't the be topped. Agreed. Agreed. Um, so the question is: Is can he do better than he just did, or equal? Because the movie wasn't bad, I have nothing horrible to say about it. Uh, there's some things I would change, but then again, I'm also not a director, so.
1: I thought it was a good movie overall. Like, it, it's it's nowhere near as good as the first one. Um, run, run the first or, or the remake. Yeah, but uh,
0: I liked it. it I yeah, felt like they I'm were setting to. us up for another one, two. Anyway, I felt like there was a lot of hints that they were going to do a third to these newer ones and uh like you said the rumor is that we're gonna get that so we'll we'll keep you guys updated as more information comes in on that
1: yeah that's correct yeah but i i don't know any evil dead right now is a good evil dead to me uh i you know I, I, i would love to see bruce come back but i don't think he's gonna he's too old he just doesn't Probably just doesn't want to do it anymore. And I get that. I can respect that.
2: Have him pop yeah, in as a priest. I
1: don't know. Like, like as, as, yeah, or
0: something as like that.
2: just a different character. I, I was going to say pull Spider-Man, yeah, you just a different character. But...
0: Oh, wait. I know that you, I'm, it has nothing to do with Halloween or anything like that. But it has been said that Bruce Campbell is part of the multiverse. And because he's played different characters in the Spider-Man stuff, whether it be Tobey Maguire's or whatever, he's popped in and out of them. And somebody said that it was possible that he was uh, a villain. Mysterio was one yeah. of them. Or uh, what was the other one that that was, dude, that, that was he was so the real Mysterio that had been popping in and out of different dimensions and going from Spider-Man to Spider-Man and watching him from afar and being hid yeah. as Bruce Campbell the whole time? Like, he's the ring announcer. He's this other guy. He's this. He's that.
1: That would be so cool, dude. Hey, I'd be for it. I'd be for it. Uh, I just want to see it. Uh, freedom, oh, Bruce. Bruce. He's everywhere. <laughs> He is. That's all the news that I had, gentlemen. Um, Jerem, you got any news?
2: I do not. Good, well, sir. I have well, no news. It's time to move on. <laughs> Modest the fact that there is um, activity well, on
0: the map. Mm, yes, yes. Yeah. As I said, this is our second stop on our road trip to Halloween. Um, you can find our little map and guess along each week to try to see what our next episode's going to be. And uh, as Chad said earlier in the episode, our second stop is Haunted Battlefields, um, which is something, honestly, you I think that we would have covered by now um, with the stuff that we're into and seemed kind of like an obvious choice, but we have not this is an episode we have not covered at all.
1: Yeah. It's kind of weird that we never touched upon this. I, I feel like we, we may have like kind of mentioned it ever so slightly in passing.
0: It honestly was probably one of the episodes that we had brought up while talking in an episode and never yeah, remembered that we brought we it never up. Circled back. Yeah. We do that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> we, we,
1: we do. We do. Um, I, I, I know there's there's a lot of ground to cover with this episode because I know there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of battlefields. There's been a lot of wars, um, specifically a lot on U.S. soil. I don't I don't know. I, I I feel like a lot of U.S. history just has to do with basically war, unfortunately. And a <laughs> lot of blood, a lot of bloodshed.
0: Oh, yeah. And it doesn't look like the future's changing anytime soon. The
1: future's probably not changing anytime soon. Um, but did did you germ were you going to be touching upon uh, all different countries, or are we just focusing on the U.S. for this one? Because I know we we debated about that. Or
2: so, if you guys have a story mm-hmm. from a different country, okay, feel free. Um. Me, personally, what I have pulled up is just specifically United okay. States-based.
1: I was thinking that. I know we we kind of just went back and forth on which was more juicy, I guess. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of ground. I have
0: a couple that are from Europe that we can go over since... I mean, let's, let's just face it. the Europe was uh, riddled uh, with Bloodsharp. battles and so
2: yeah and the whole the damn place is I probably haunted no offense you that like me myself <laughs> yeah that's the only reason me myself didn't go that route because i mean shit you could probably take one step and Cokes. you know oh know yeah
0: that would be, a, a, would be a it would be a long ass uh episode if we tried to cover all of those but we can definitely grab a couple
1: yeah i think that's fine Well, germ are you starting us off today
2: yeah, so um, I want to start us off with a place that me personally, Ooh. I have visited, and it's the Alamo.
1: Not what I expected, okay. So <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> something back east.
2: Yeah, uh, no. well, again, you would think that, um, but so I went to San Antonio, Texas, and um, the Alamo I went and visited. And I actually have pictures and which you're not of supposed to have the entire first room that you walk in. Yes. Yeah. And so we may be posting those up. It depends because you're not supposed to have pictures and videos mm-hmm. of the Alamo, which I did not know until I got to the second room of the Alamo. So, <laughs> uh... Yeah, as soon as I, like, the whole entire first room, I was taking pictures, videos, and next thing I know, I come into the second room. Sir, you're not supposed to have your camera out. But anyway, Davy Crockett, I've got pictures of him. I've got his ghost. You know, his ghost. (laughs) I wish. Honestly, I would like to go back through those pictures and look closely because apparently this place is very haunted. And if you guys know about the Alamo. Um, then of course, you know, the whole history of it with fighting between Mexico and Texas, which is Mexico and America. Um, there was a lot of bloodshed there. So the history of it, as far as it being haunted, there's multiple stories to the point to where that they had a, I don't know if this is like a, Home or a mm. fairy tale? Some kind of folklore. Um, yeah. So basically, it's. I'm sorry. I lost it. Um, Going through his technical difficulties in his notes. It's, it's a lot of yeah. Notes. Uh, to the point where it was called it, The Ghost of the Alamo. Specific. Um, it says the muffled drums, sad roll, has beaten. The soldier's last tattoo. No more on life's parade shall meet that brave and fallen few. On fame's eternal camping ground, their silent tents are spread. And glory guards with Solomon round, the bivit of the dead.
1: So where's the treasure hidden? Now. (laughs) Because it just sounds like a pirate. I know, right? no i'm just
2: uh yeah it said that there's um going to the alamo at night which isn't normally something that's possible to have being done because it's it's normally only open during the daytime um it said that there are multiple different spirits that can be seen from the alamo um i mean the entire area because when you go to the Alamo, it's literally, like, in the city of San Antonio. So, that whole land spread, and I'll I'll just say this, by the way, when you go, dude, you feel, like, when you're in those walls, you can feel the presence of something there. Like, yeah. you can feel the energy, even when you're not in the actual Alamo area, but, by. like, just like a block or two away from it, that entire area, like you can feel it. Like The best way I can describe it is when I went to uh, Louisiana, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, I only got to stay there for a little bit, like a, just a couple moments, but the moments that I was on the soil of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, I could feel a certain sense of spiritualism, like strong like a very yeah. strong presence while I was there. And it's the same type of presence that I felt when I was at the Alamo. So that entire stretch from the first few blocks before you get there and the first few blocks after you get there. And it is said that in that entire area, even the city parts outside of the Alamo that you see ghosts of certain sorts. Like um, they try to describe it as like, early 19th century ghost but to me i would think that it's probably yeah. the battlefield but they see multiple different spirits outside the alamo there's noises outside like especially at night it's said to be um right outside the alamo or inside the alamo uh knocking on the walls and things of that nature and i'm going to tell you right now boys knocking on the walls this thing is a fucking See, brick building, like out. an old yeah. school brick building. It's it's, yeah, it ain't no modern day bricks. This is like old school big slab bricks that are mm-hmm. fucking so bigger than your head, uh, sand, sandstone so, type so shit. Really, not, like, knocking, hard.
0: Yeah, but it can't get in. I don't know, <laughs>
2: and and so I mean, with all the bloodshed that happened there, you know, with uh, mm-hmm. a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, knocking, but you can't get in. But, I mean, with all the bloodshed that's happened there, though, um, and to you guys, like, again, if you're not familiar with the Alamo, uh, it was a Mexican territory that uh, was getting defended off by Mexico, and Texas felt like it was something that they yeah, owned. So it was a back and forth between the yeah. U.S. and Mexico, and... Uh, Eventually Mexico surrendered. There was a lot of blood there, a lot of bloodshed. And honestly, man, um, I'm going to pull, I'm going to say with what Justin said about um, when he visited Jamestown, you could see the nails and you try to pull on them and they're just so rusted in there, dude. They're they're there. Like you can't pull one of those nails out. Like I wanted to get something out of that place. And you can't; it's just so rusted in there. But I, I, will say, um, I got to stick my fingers in a bullet that's hole. Cool. <laughs> I don't know if okay. that's a, I don't know if that's a good thing because you weren't you weren't supposed to. I don't know who they had on guard that day, but dude, I got to do a lot of shit, and it was really cool. Davy Crockett fought, uh, of course, for the United States, um, to try to get the Alamo. Um, his. Uh, his vest is there, but uh, some, there's a few accounts that some people try to say they've seen Davy Crockett yeah. walk around the Alamo. To me personally, that doesn't make much sense because I was like, he didn't die there. And I'm like, yeah, but there have been multiple accounts of at nighttime, people seeing ghostly figures in the Alamo, hearing strange noises. And at one point in time, Ozzy Osbourne kissing on the Alamo. Our boy Ozzy doing, doing so. God's work, I guess. <laughs> I, I was going to
1: ask you, though, um, since there were so many people, so many big names that actually fought in the Battle of the Alamo. Is there anyone specifically that maybe stands out to you where you're like, no, that pr-
2: that person probably haunts this place? So, I mean, with everything that's been brought up about it, one thing that really sticks out is something that makes me wonder, but like I said, also at the same time, it just, to me, Hmm. it doesn't make sense, is uh, Davy Crockett. um, Which is strange. Because apparently that's somebody that has been said to be seen there, and I just... Who? I don't know. Where Um, did he die? That's actually what I was looking up right now. Um so let's see, because I I, I could have swear, I thought he did die there. James Bowie.
1: He so might have, so James actually. Bowie, the creator, of the the Bowie the Bowie knife. Yeah, um, Bowie knife. He he died there. Um, is this David Crockett died defending the Alamo as well? Yeah. So maybe okay. he did. Okay. Maybe. So then maybe he um, is there. I, I don't know for sure.
0: Well, um, I always heard that he was the king of the wild frontier.
1: That's what they say. That's what they say.
0: And when when Ozzy finally passes, he's gonna. Yeah. It's gonna be his ghost there. You'll see it all the time. Him pissing on the Alamo. <laughs> He'll haunt Can you it
1: forever. Just going there to see Ozzy's ghost take a piss.
2: Yeah, it said. Uh, so apparently. Uh, with Davy Crockett, it said some six hundred Mexicans and two hundred Texans died that day, including Davy Crockett. It.
1: That's awful. Is it too soon?
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I mean, hell they gave us a hell of a dish. Hell, uh, a dish. hell <laughs> of a dish. Um, so I mean it is very possible oh. then at that yeah. point. So Davy Crockett defending the Alamo died there still defending it to this day and to my belief let's see where was davy crock from right. yeah. i do believe I so it sure was like
1: i can swear I, I remember reading something about him being from tennessee or uh or virginia maybe uh yeah yeah well he represented yeah, green county
2: tennessee so there you go. One of our own
0: yeah, we have the Davy Crockett home. Crockett Visitor Center around here.
1: That's true. That's true. One of our own close to home.
2: And I mean, for real, man. Like, like I said, like when I went to Baton Lu- uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, which there are so many different. And the only reason I won't bring that up because there are so many different battlefields that I could bring up, including, um, uh, Buris, I might be mispronouncing that, but it's B U R A S, Buras, Buris, Louisiana. And dude, like when I stepped foot on that soil, it just felt like a different yeah. presence. The entire area, like I could feel the spiritualism there. Just... So I definitely believe that. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah. Definitely haunted. It's but like I said, I wanted to bring yeah, up the Alamo no, I first. Um, I, I have a couple different under my belt that I'd like to bring up, but I will also give this time to pass the torch to one of you guys if you guys have a place that you would like to mention. Here, you want to take us across the, the pond?
0: I'm going to take us across the pond, but not in the way that you're thinking. I'm going to take us to Chibichiri Cave in Okinawa, Japan is where I'm taking oh, us. Oh, shit.
1: Okay, we, we went straight to the feudal era.
0: Mm-hmm. So during the invasion of Okinawa, the Japanese fought from an extensive series of prepared underground bunkers and interconnecting caves, uh, which forced the Americans to flush them out one by one in heavy fighting. Um, So it was kind of like a like a pinch maneuver. Um, The United States Navy and Marines and U.S. Army forces invaded the island on April 1st the battle would rage for 82 days before the island was declared secure. The total casualties, including civilians in Okinawa, has ex- uh, excuse me would exceed 160,000 before the battle ended. 160,000. Many of these were suicides by the civilians, uh, warned not to allow themselves to fall into the hands of the Americans at fear of what the Americans would do. So they committed suicide. Yeah. Uh, While the Marines and Army battled the Japanese across the island, Japanese kamikaze planes attacked the supporting U.S. fleet in waves, causing heavy damage to some ships and some heavy casualties among crews. Um... The Japanese forced young Okinawan boys and old men into Japanese uniforms and put them on the front line of service, leading to their deaths at the hands of the Americans. Uh, The Japanese also forced civilians into several caves and provided them hand grenades and poisons for them to use in mass suicides in hopes of taking down the numbers of the Americans. As the Japanese resistance began to crumble and the battle was winding down, one such cave was encountered by U.S. troops, which Americans arrived one, excuse me, when the Americans arrived, one of the civilians in the cave helped to maintain calm among the civilians who were preparing to carry out the orders given to them by the Japanese. A former employee of an American sugarcane grower in Hawaii, he told all the other civilians that they would not be harmed by the Americans and the civilians in that cave survived the battle and were completely unharmed and soon helped out by the American troops while the other civilians were committing suicide across the island. In another cave, Chibichirigama, uh, the Japanese had included a veteran of the war in China, and he insisted that civilians resist the Americans with whatever they could or whatever they had, and to follow the order to commit suicide rather than submit to capture. So these guys were ordered to do the opposite, and this is inside of the Chibichiri cave. The civilians followed his orders, some fighting with bamboo sticks and grenades, others administered poison to their children before taking it upon themselves to take their own lives. Uh, 84 of the civilians in the cave died, most of them by suicide, as the Americans subdued the remainder. Other Okinawans committed suicide across the island, convinced by the Japanese uh, of this bestial American behavior. Today, the Chibichirigama is reported to be haunted, with the sounds of children screaming throughout the cave, as well as sobbing and cries of fear and pain reported to echo throughout the cave as you make your way through it. Others have reported being instantly overwhelmed with feelings of fear or complete despair upon entering the cave. A memorial was erected outside of it in order to honor those who died there, but it was destroyed in 1987 by Japanese nationalists who found it to be insulting to the emperor. The victims of the Gama were not combatants, but civilians caught up in the battlefield and casualties of war which some believe still haunt this cave even after their death
1: so that place without a question in my mind sounds like it's got pure negative energy attached to it
0: yeah Um, it's it's completely imprinted
1: yeah like there's no getting around that that's that's a ton of suicide a lot of tragedy uh not saying that you know places like the alamo didn't have tragedy but when you're mixing in children and you know, the suicidal tendencies there. It's just, it's a whole different layer of uncomfortable.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: a whole different layer oh, of negative.
0: Yeah. And, and little know, did they know that another cave this, over times, that Americans did not harm any of the citizens. They just got them out of the cave and helped see, them oh, away. Man. So.
2: And a lot of times, whenever you hear about stories from yeah. across the pond, gonna be a lot more brutal, like that. Do you that's, think that's yeah, because they
1: thought they could get away with a lot gonna...
2: more? I think it's because they've been around a lot longer that they had no. Uh, as a famous film once said, "No regrets." No yeah, no regrets. You know. No. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, basically, what you said, yeah, they felt like they can get a lay, uh, get away with a lot
0: more. Like what that, do you mean uh, by get away with a lot more? I'm confused.
1: Well, I mean it in the vein of, like, uh, the American soldiers were doing some very, very unsanctioned uh, type things during that time frame, uh, along with some of the Japanese military doing some... I, I understand that, you know, Kamikaze pilots, is a, it's an honorable thing in their um, culture. It was at one point until eventually they were like, what are we doing? And, but kids, man, like get the fuck out of here. That's brutal. That's brutal. That's what I mean. Like, by the get away with a lot more. Um,
2: yeah, and then the whole Harakiri... Well,
1: they
2: How weren't were even they doing there?
0: that for suicide. They were so telling them to poison grenades, and set off grenades on their self and poison their children and stuff with poison gas so that the Americans wouldn't get them. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I would say that this. this is a very, I mean, could you imagine, say that you're a spelunker, right? Say that you yeah. you a cave dive all the time and you go to Japan yeah. and you're in one of these caves and you don't know that the Chibachiri cave is haunted. And you get in there and you start hearing crying coming from the depths of the cave and you hear screams and stuff. Yeah.
2: Fuck you, buddy. I would be scared shitless. You seeing like little grudge
1: children coming out. <laughs>
0: No. Or yeah. That, yeah. even scarier, uh, uh, even that scarier. Noise doesn't scare me, but in the if pitch heard dark the cave, maybe yeah. the only thing that you see is eyes at like yeah. child level. Yeah. 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 No. No. Just makes no. me think of a bunch of kids <laughs> looking like the kid from The Ring that meows. Uh, what, I'm sorry, The Grudge. The, yeah, That's the, the Grudge. The
1: yeah. That's, That's what I, I said. Dude, <laughs> that scene yeah. fucked me up because I remember watching it in bed and just like. I was like, oh, like it kind of paralyzed me. Like I didn't think it was going to happen. Ooh, no,
0: yep. no. It mm-hmm. is uh, sad what happened to him, though. Uh, it's very
1: tragic. It is very tragic.
0: But I can see why it's haunted. Um, yeah. Before I give it back over to Jeremy, mm-hmm. you can hang on to your next one you've got. Keep it in the pocket there. Um, we all know about Gettysburg and how it's ranked one of the most haunted battlefields in the world on every list that I've seen. It's usually at the top. Yeah. But that's not what I'm going to talk about because everybody's heard about Gettysburg. We know that it's haunted and we know that it spills over into the hospitals that are still standing that have been converted into houses or historical monuments and things like that. Um, I personally want to talk about the haunted battlefield of Yorktown, Virginia, as I have been here. Yeah. Mm. Uh and Yorktown was if I'm not mistaken, wasn't it our last battle for the Revolutionary War? The last main one. It's uh,
2: I feel I wanna say you're correct, but it's
0: Well, let's find out. Know, Yorktown was a small tobacco <laughs> port on the York River in Virginia <laughs> when it was selected as the site of a British resupply base by Earl cornwallis during the american revolutionary war and after the french fleet drove off a british fleet near the virginia capes yorktown became a trap for the british army besieged by the company continental army and french army uh in october 1781 the americans continuously bombarded the french excuse me bombarded the british in and just outside of yorktown targeting the most prominent house owned by Thomas Nelson in the belief that the British headquarters was located there. Legend has it that Nelson himself suggested that Washington bombard his house. Uh, In fact, though the house has been used as a headquarters for a time, the bombardment had driven the British senior staff to seek less conspicuous shelter, so the Nelson House was used as a hospital, and the third floor of the imposing House serving as a rest area elevated enough to catch the breezes during the day so it could cool off people who were trying to rest and offering some respite to suffering soldiers. The sounds of the suffering, the moans and the groans of the wounded were heard over the thunder of the French and American guns. Uh, Citizens of Yorktown sought shelter from the bombardment in caves along the banks of the York River. After the British surrendered the post in Yorktown, the American army returned to its watchful positions on the Hudson River and in New Jersey, leaving behind in place many of the fortifications and entrenchments they built during the siege. These were used again in a later war by the Confederate army during the Peninsula Campaign and where the Confederates used fake guns made of logs to fool the Union commander, George McClellan, into believing that they were stronger than they actually were. Uh, After delaying the Union with their ruse, the Confederates withdrew to the Richmond area. So, both caves, now known as Cornwallis Cave and Nelson House, have been reported to be extremely haunted in Yorktown. And I've got a little, uh, personal story that I can uh, vouch for Yorktown to be somewhat haunted. Uh, now, excuse me, uh, with the sounds of the moans and the groans of pain emanating from both caves, uh, the sounds from the Nelson house have been limited to specifically the third floor where people were resting and, uh, gaining respite, um, And spectral images have been claimed to have been seen in its windows at night as you walk by. The caves were later enlarged into a single cave by smugglers and are now secured with gates. But the ghostly sounds still emerge from the cave and have been reported by both people walking in the area or resorting on the river. George Washington's stepson, John Park Custis, died during the siege of typhus, uh, the medical attention he received, and his spirit has been reported to have been seen complete with bandages stained from the bleeding. People have claimed to have seen those, um, which was used to treat uh, George Washington's stepson along, the battle lines of it searching for his stepfather. So uh, people have reported seeing him walking around as if he's looking for George. Um, several have reported spectral, excuse spectral redcoats fleeing from the area of the British front lines and towards the town. So they'll see uh, spectral figures, uh, looks like soldiers in redcoats running toward the town as if they're running away from uh, bombardment. Ghosts from the civil war era, When the Nelson House was again used as a hospital with equal inefficiency, they are said to be seen and heard around the house, walking around at night, groaning in pain as they suffered and died there. And so, um, personal account. I was in Yorktown, and the person that I was with, they have these bathrooms, like Yorktown's actually extremely nice and they've got a section where there's a beach but you can walk along where the historical houses and the nelson house and stuff is they've got yeah. a walking trail to go in between all of these and they've got these bathrooms that are set up that kind of look like they would be an old house uh like an old uh shed or something from the 1700s uh but the person that i was with went into the bathroom and they were the only person in there according to yeah. them and i didn't i was standing outside and didn't see anybody go in i can vouch that much uh, yeah. But according to them, they heard knocking on their stall door, and then their stall door started shaking like somebody was Whoa. trying to open it. And they said that somebody's in here. And so after they got done and they opened the door, it was empty. And then they came out, and I'm standing there. And I was like, okay, you ready to go? And they were like, did anybody come in and then go out? And I said, no, I've been standing here the whole time. So I can vouch and at least say that nobody did go in or out of the bathroom while I was standing outside waiting, Um, but apparently something was trying to get in. So there is
1: something spooky going on.
0: I went on a ghost tour as well uh, in that same area and caught a spectral blur in a picture Um, and there was a they told us, oh, take a picture here. This is usually some people will get, uh, like, images of so-and-so on the top floor of this building. Yeah. And so we took a picture, and it's a big—it's almost—because it, it's, it's confusing because we're—it's at nighttime when this picture's being taken. And, like, you've got the camera flash, but the camera flash doesn't do a huge bright blur across the image. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it was almost like either somebody had their hand up near the flash and it made half the picture turn into a like, big bright blur or something streaked across the picture. But we took several pictures in succession with each other and that was the only one that came out like that.
1: Interesting. Just
0: one. Dusty. So, Yorktown. Go give it a visit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's got Hank's.
2: Got Haynes.
1: Definitely got haints. Definitely got haints.
2: And since we're talking so close to home, somewhere else that has haints is from the other side of my family, West Virginia. Uh, yeah. So Harper's Ferry, West Virginia, which apparently was a battleground, but not alone with just the battleground. That makes it haunted apparently along with the battleground this is the most haunted place oh, in west virginia oh yeah so we have it's not surprising movie, real
0: quick i just want to say it's not surprising because it's weird. hard to maneuver around that motherfucker it's all hills so i, I am not true. surprised dude,
2: it's va- oh my. God. dude that entire fucking it's mountains everywhere
0: mountain.
2: it's just it's ridiculous.
0: Probably the most difficult uh, battle terrain I would say ever. Like, how the hell are yeah. you supposed to lug cannons and shit over the, that bastard? You know what I mean? Like...
2: Oh, yeah. No, like, I couldn't imagine. Like, so, the, the biggest thing about it with the, the battleground is uh, they call it uh, the Phantom Army. So, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, within Harper's Ferry... Uh, called the phantom army in 197 or i'm sorry in 1798 i almost (laughs) flipped that backwards in 1798 america of course was nearing war with france and eventually the troops they were sent to harper's ferry to begin preparing for the war that never began and within that time uh during the waiting period soldiers uh paraded down the main street uh every night uh, with nothing else to do, unfortunately, many soldiers became sick with cholera during this time. Locals report seeing a ghostly army who succumbed to their illness marching through the town with their rifles and drums. So they didn't even get what? going.
0: They just it. fucking got sick from eating cauliflower. cauliflower. <laughs> no, no,
2: that's not. No. That's oh, not yeah. That's cholera. It. But
0: <laughs>
2: so there's also a um, tragic story of the drummer boy. Uh many war stories, of course, of Harper's Ferry. Uh the ghost story is no exception here. Reports say that a Union soldier found a young drummer boy after hearing a noise from outside a window. After searching the source of the noise, he found the young boy and Consequently, tossed him a merciless, tossed him merciless Damn, from the window. Oh games. shit!
0: And they made a Christmas song about no, this kid. This backwards. is horrible. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it says <laughs> this uh, this sad Harper's Fairy ghost uh, can be heard crying for his mother, who never Jesus. came to rescue her. Okay, that got is
0: that what they meant by Barumpa Bum Bum? Is that really what was going on? I think was
1: that's a, that's a that's a different drummer, boy?
2: Isn't no, oh. oh. I th- hmm. I think actually I don't yeah. know. Yeah. What do I know? What do I know? There's a story also about the soldier in the church. Uh St. Peter's Catholic Church in Harpers Ferry served uh as a hospital during the Civil War. So, unsurprisingly, today it's reportedly haunted by at least one soldier, a young Catholic man who brought to or who brought to be treated at the hospital. But with his wounds seen as less severe as others, he was made to wait outside for help. Now, it's here that the local found him and brought him to the Catholic Church for comfort. Unfortunately, his wounds were more serious than originally thought. Sadly, he died as he was being carried through the church. And his last words were, thank God I'm saved. These days... Some visitors to the church say that they can see a glowing aura at the church entrance. Some even report hearing those final ghostly words being whispered around
0: them. Now, plain devil's advocate, Ron. Yeah, yeah. I have to throw some skepticism, some Chad, Chad Dooley skepticism here.
1: Because um, I was about to do it myself. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. So, isn't that phrase something that you would hear every given Sunday when people are testifying and things like that? Isn't that what you would hear in the church? Thank God I'm saved.
2: I mean, yeah.
1: I mean, it also seems like a very on-the-nose type of legend that you would tell. You know, mm. it, it's, I, I'd put it up there with a the hook on the car, kind of. Oh no, with the hook. The hook. Uh, it's it's a very, I don't want to say it's urban legend, but it, it sounds very urban legend-y.
0: No, it's not quite Pop Rocks and Pepsi, but it's
1: pretty close. Yeah, it's pretty damn close. It's pretty damn close.
2: Well, I mean, there's still more more stories to these towns, yeah. or to this town, about these haints. So, we also have a famous um, John Brown and his nightly walks down Harpers Ferry streets. So, Uh, John Brown, whose name is synonymous with war, has been strolling the streets of Harpers Ferry. Uh, He smiles at visitors and generally makes his presence known to anyone willing to notice him. One group of tourists reported taking a picture with him only to get the pictures back and find a blank space where he had stood. So apparently people will interact with this man who is synonymous with the Civil War. And once you take a picture with him...
1: What's his name? Nothing. John Brown? James Brown? Watch me. Mm. John
0: <laughs> Brown. Same? Junior, Brown. <laughs> Junior Brown.
2: Junior Brown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And one of the last ones... I mean, there's plenty more to this town, but one of the last ones I want to bring up because this one sounds pretty graphic. Screaming Jenny burning oh, in front of a shit. train. So
0: and that is yeah. what the movie yes. Fried Green Tomatoes <laughs> was based off of.
2: Exactly. So, this poor woman died after catching fire and running into the path of the train while seeking help. This Harper's Ferry uh, ghost, known as Jenny, had no family or money, and as a result, she lived alone in a shack near the tracks. What does this have to do with war? Um, One day, while warming herself by a fire, her clothes caught on fire, and she ran out for help while burning, but found herself directly in front of an oncoming train which what killed f- her instantly people say that they can yeah they say that on the anniversary of her death that you can see a phantom of jenny as a ball of fire on the tracks shit. I'm sorry. and really eventually bad. the fireball disappears when the train strikes her without a doubt we'd say this is one of the creepiest ghosts okay yeah but so it's still within the battlegrounds is why Mm, that that story is breached up so this town alone apparently that's
0: like i thought
2: from what i'm reading has had so much hell throughout battles that it's
0: i thought that i had bad luck this chick caught on fire ran out the house to put herself out and ran straight onto the fucking train tracks
1: No one stopped, dropped, and rolled.
0: No, time. what did you, did you just keep running for? Well, as soon as I got out the door, I would have hit the ground and start rolling. Like I'm not. God. <laughs> I'm just gonna run. Like how close was the train track? Oh
2: yeah, especially. She lived well, especially in, during the time of the Civil War, you know that's that shit's active. Like, oh, so.
0: God. she lived at well, the Whistle was... Stop Cafe. She just jumped out that some <laughs> <sun> bitch. <laughs> In a fucking duplex. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. She come down the steps. Yeah. Move, bitch. Yeah. Well, That's what know. she said to the train too. Move, bitch. Uh, oh.
2: No. Do, we, do you uh, I any mean, I got ghost one. stories? I, I got, a, I got a battleground for you.
1: How many of you folks out there have heard of the Battle of Little
2: Bighorn? Familiar? No. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. No, it's familiar with me. Big. The Battle of Little Little Bighorn is sometimes known as Custer's Last Stand. Uh, it was a war between the United States Cavalry and the members of the Lakota tribe. The U.S. Cavalry was overwhelmed and defeated in addition to being outnumbered. However, despite this, there were many, many casualties, over 450 total deaths. And this was a lot for the time, so keep that in mind. But hauntings have apparently been extremely widespread on this land and uh even causing some people to say that they experience hallucinations i just thought that was a very quick tidbit that i would chime in with mm. uh, I've, I've never heard of a haunting necessarily causing hallucinations but i i feel like I but i feel like going with the theme of native americans being involved in this it's almost like poetic in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Maybe there was so much overwhelming energy that it almost makes you feel or experience what they were experiencing at the time, which seems like a hallucination yeah. of sorts.
1: yeah, like I, I kind of associate it with um have you seen I, I don't really know what it's I guess it's a spiritual journey, like when you would go into the tents. And, and, and like the smoke would be there, you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, right, right, right. Iawasca, yeah. Iawasca. Yeah, like something of that nature is what I, yeah, I, how I picture it. I mean, sweet it's Jesus.
0: A more, well, know, I'm just saying, I know. mean, it's very possible because we know that for a fact that the Vikings would eat like bagfuls of mushrooms and then go into berserker mode and put wolf skin on and go out with no armor, just fucking people up. It's I mean, a proven it's cool. fact that the berserkers would eat. Ass loads of mushrooms and just go out and swing the axe until they couldn't lift their arms anymore. Just kicking an ass. It's, um, it's, it's some pretty brutal shit. Yeah. So, so I, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Little, little Bighorn.
1: Little Bighorn. And apparently, there's a lot of cavalry soldiers uh, spotted there on the on-site house. Hmm. Um, I've never been, but this sounds like the place that you would want
0: to go to. Was that place. in Montana, or is that?
1: You know what? I actually.
0: Don't know. Um, I thought it was some. Uh, yeah, it's Montana, Little Bighorn Battlefield, Montana. Yeah. Custard's yeah, last stand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So or, or it was somewhere. Yeah. that was that's a good one. I knew I knew it was a uh, a haunted battlefield. It was one of the bigger ones. It's always mentioned with Gettysburg. So yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: that was a good one. Uh, before, because I know we're nearing our end i'm gonna leave them with one more from across the pond boys i want to leave them with one more um one that if you're an american you probably don't know unless you're a history buff but we do have international listeners so this one's for uh our friends over in scotland that we uh have listening to us um this is and don't kill me for butchering the name please i beg you uh this is the coliden Moor in iverness scotland The last battle fought on the soil of Britain took place at Culloden Moor when the redcoats of the British Army destroyed the troops of the Jacobite Rebellion under Charles Stuart, known to history as Bonnie Prince Charlie. In a battle which lasted less than an hour, the Jacobite Army was cut to pieces by artillery bombardment. Their survivors charged the British line hoping to cut through the Redcoats using their claymores, but the bayonets of the British troops proved too much for the Highlanders to overcome. The survivors withdrew from the battlefield. British followed, killing anyone that they could find that was left over. Charles Stewart escaped the slaughter, and for the next five months, he moved about the Hebrides, eluding the pursuit of the government while remaining in while the remaining leaders of the Jacobite Rebellion were rounded up and jailed to await trial for treason. Charles eventually escaped to France, where he remained in exile, never to return to Scotland again. Nearly all who were tried were sentenced to death, with the sentence commuted if the convicted agreed to deportation to the English colony. So, there's where you get a lot of Scottish people coming over to the Americas because they said, hey, we just kicked your ass and either we're going to kill you or we're going to put you you on a boat and send you to the Americas.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And for many, their descendants fought the British again during the American Revolutionary War, so they got some enjoyment after being able to get back at them after losing the battle of the Jacobites and the Britons. And winning the Revolutionary War for those uh, war veterans that actually had to come over to the Americas and settle. So the Battle of the Culloden Moor was fought on April sixteenth, seventeen forty-six. On its so not far, I mean not too far away from the American Revolution. So they definitely got to get they got they got to get some right. revenge, boys. They got to get some revenge. So hats off to you guys. Um, but. It is said that the Moor is haunted by the spirits of the men who died there, that the sounds of battle, of clinging steel, cries of pain and cries of fear are said to be heard. The sounds of men running, the sound of feet pounding on the grass are also reported to be heard on the Moor. Most of the Jacobite men who died in battle were buried as they laid, and the mounds along the moor are said to be their resting place. You'll see different mounds as you go across the moor. The apparition of a tall man in a highlander garb has been reported to be roaming around the burial mounds. And locals claim that whenever birds are in the area of the battlefield, they do not sing, that they stay silent the entire time that they are in the moors. They have also reported other spectral images moving toward the grave mounds, as well as those of some men on the ground, as if they're just laying there after battle. The sounds of soldiers on the march on the road leading to the battlefield have also been reported by locals living nearby. Uh, Stories about the ghost of Culloden Moor are frequently found in British newspapers and magazines, even still to this day. Paranormal investigators have claimed to sense the presence of the dead soldiers when just arriving to visit the Moor. It is also a cottage tourist industry with several businesses scheduling tours of the haunted areas of Iverness. Uh, These include not just the moor itself, but neighboring wells resorted to, by the fleeing Jacobite troops, uh, nearby houses and other structures where they were slaughtered in an attempt to run away. Interestingly enough, Loch Ness, famous for its alleged, alleged, not alleged, sorry, this article, fuck them. Uh, Loch Ness, you know Nessie, uh, the seemingly supernatural creature is only about 15 minutes by car from Iverness, and those wishing to see Iverness and Loch Ness, you can turn that into a trip and visit nice. both. It's
1: pretty cool. Can you imagine just standing out there and just hearing running up to you? That or that the battlefield?
0: random, the oh, random clang of swords yeah. and shit would be oh, wild Dude, that to hear. Would be scary. Ah, uh, the swords—that's one thing. But if I heard footsteps, yeah, like, I can
2: fucking, see.
0: Like a frog or like a hearing the march the of, of a bunch me. of troops, like. Shoo, 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 shoo. Uh, yeah, I don't oh. know. I just said I said this. I said the yeah, swords because son. it's fucking twenty twenty four, and there's a you know for a damn well fact, nobody's out there with fucking claymores smacking them against saying. each other. That's
1: some scary shit. Mm-hmm. Some scary shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bet Nessie was out there in the battlefield, fucking raging.
0: Just, yeah, oh, she'd come up, she would grab somebody off the bank and yank them in.
1: That'd be dope. <laughs> Just saying.
0: Dope, Godzilla man. style, baby.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, that about wraps it up for another that. 365 Podcast. Be sure to keep following our roadmap over on the old X and on Instagram and all that good stuff because why the hell not? Right? Jerm mm-hmm. throwing up the crossbones over there. Yes.
2: <laughs> we're loving it. Yeah, we're
0: on You're going to have man. trouble guessing our next one, but I will give you a hint. Our next episode is going to be uh, our monthly. Paranormal True Crime episode, so...
1: Hmm. Hmm. Looking forward to that. Alright. Keep it spooky up.